0: Hey, this pod is brought to you by Just Right Reader. Has your school or district moved to teaching the science of reading? I sure hope so. <laughs> are you revisiting those phonics skills with your readers? Then you are going to need decodable texts, and Just Right Reader offers decodable texts that are as unique as the students you serve. Oh my gosh, we just read Run. I just read one yesterday <laughs> with my daughter called The Rope Zone and the Bossy E, and there was so much text on each page. Now, she did roll her eyes at me because she didn't want to do that much reading, but But it's so so, hard, and it was so beneficial. And it's so hard to find decodable texts that have actually authentic text, and enough that it doesn't feel like a baby book. Absolutely. So be sure to go and check out JustWriteReader.com. Their protected text focused on singular phonic skills to give emerging readers the chance to practice in real, authentic books. They also have take-home kits that I don't think people fully understand when you visit their website how cool those are. So we encourage you to ask them to give you a sample of those take-home kits because that would really benefit your, your family. And it's a free sample. dun dun dun, dun. So head on over to JustWriteReader.com and tell them that The Modern principal sent you. Again, that's Just right reader. Creating differentiated PD is a challenge for principals and directors and districts. It's hard to meet the needs of all staff while also ensuring it moves the needle towards your school improvement goals. It really is. That's where Peer Driven PD comes in. You know, Peer Driven PD recruits some of the best teachers in the country, film them talking talking about their work inside the classroom, and the videos can be viewed at any time. That's amazing. Teachers can log in at any time and they actually choose their own adventure. (laughs) Like like, the 80s books? They were so good. (laughs) It really is the like masterclass, but for teachers. It's valued by teachers because it's conducted by teachers Mm -hmm. who understand the challenges of working in classrooms today. Yeah. And what we love about Peer Driven PD is that Mike and his team do the legwork of finding all of these amazing teachers so that you can be sure they're actually sharing real strategies that will impact student learning. So if you want to offer your teachers PD taught by full-time classroom teachers and allows them some choice, Sweet. check out www.peerdrivenpd.com. Request a quote quote, and tell them that the Modern Principal sent you and you'll get 15% Woo! off of your school subscription for the first year. That's www.peerdrivenpd.com. That's www.peerdrivenpd.com. Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Karen. And welcome to The, the Modern, Modern Principal. Our platform is geared to three different kinds of school leaders the potential principal, the, the practicing principal, and the post principal. And that's why we created this podcast. It's short, sweet, and right to the point, tackling a new topic sent in from our listeners each week. We look at that scenario through the lens of scholar, the research system, sustainability measures, and soul, the heart of the matter. All the while, hopefully making you laugh and keeping it real. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Hi, everyone. We're super excited. Welcome to the pod slash vlog. Oh, Oh my gosh. gosh. Christy's dream in life is to have a vlog. I just think it would be nice for people to have multiple ways to... View. Because <laughs> in I literally, literally, had never heard the word vlog before I met Christy. And now look at you—you you have, um, <laughs> have one. If you have the time, and if we decide that we are not mortified and don't delete them, you should go and look at some of our old. Oh my ones. gosh, are they still posted? Uh-huh. They're so bad, so bad. Our uh, very first. Ones. There were some good ones in there. Our very first ones at my old old house were, were so awful. bad. Also, my outfits were not great, and our hair—hair. Hair. That's when I had the long, very long, yellow. You had yellow hair, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of hair, those of you watching from home, I woke up the other day and I was putting my hair in an updo. This is our woody banter. It's hard because normally I look at you when we talk, but I can't do this. Can I? We can. Can I sit like this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was putting my hair up and I was like, oh, those roots are coming back. I wonder when my hair appointment is. So we get on my phone and I type in hair appointment in my calendar to see where it pops up. And it was grayed out as December 10th. <laughs> so I had missed my eight week appointment Fili- Fili- five Fili- weeks ago. Yep. Yep. And you just now realized it. Just now realized it. Luckily my hairdresser takes groveling well and she put me on her calendar. (laughs) So I'm in. I'm in for next week guys. You are in. Way to go. All right. So what do we have on the docket today? Any other woody banter? The holidays. Great.
1: Fabulous. Fabulous.
0: Yep. Just hung out with family and I decluttered my house. And you. Yeah, I know. We hung out like what, five times Mm -hmm. and we had all these like times on our calendar that we were hanging out and Karen's like, Do you think that's too much? I was like, No, you're my only friend, so that's good. <laughs> we did have a dmp retreat. We did. It was like four, five hours. Yeah, we got a lot done. And we have a lot. We hopefully you'll like it in 2023. You've got a lot planned. And just doing so you know, a vlog. <laughs> Get ready. And when I showed up today, I was wearing not this outfit. Um and Christy and no makeup and no jewelry. And Christy says we are recording the vlog. So I had to rummage through. Can you Show that you have your leggings <laughs> and your tennis shoes on with uh-huh. your dress. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have my pajama pants and my slippers on. <laughs> you slippies. So, anyways, we're here. Christy said, "Do it." We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. So the scenario this week it says it's a new year. It's not even a scenario. It's, it's not, we wrote it. We just wrote this. We just wanted to talk about ourselves. Yeah. So, um. So this it's we new do year. get we get a lot of questions about like how we structure our personal lives. Yeah. With being professional women. Yes. And so with it being a new year, we're going to try to spend some time reflecting on the professional and personal lessons and kind of how we balance and truly how we structure and keep everything like organized in our lives. And Mm -hmm. then really too, it's like new year's resolution-y because I don't know about anybody else, but you probably set 47, don't you? Oh yeah. In December though, like I got like a, I don't even know. Like, what? Like, total debauchery. I felt like debauchery and slothiness and the seven deadly sins. Gluttony. Like, I had. Minus murder, right? Yeah, I did not do that. (laughs) But, like, it was just, like, I couldn't even tell you. It it was a great time. I love it. It was a great time. But I, I, I thrive with a little bit more structure. Christy loves to set goals. I do. I am the opposite. Every year, a new year comes around. I reduce my. D- desire to have a resolution even more. I meant like 3% when willing to set resolutions at this point. Well, that doesn't, that's not so actually when I a bad 50, thing. It'll be negative. Because when we're thinking about Scholar doing the research and everybody's kind of heard about resolutions, before, is 43% of people expect to fail before oh, February. Expect-
1: <laughs> not <laughs> even then, do fail, just start yeah, planning to then fail. Al-
0: almost one out of four quit within the first week. <laughs> that feels right. <laughs> First week right. of January. That feels right. Um, so only nine percent of people actually keep their resolution throughout the whole entire year. Okay, so, so one in four. So there's two of us here, and you at home. Have you already quit your resolutions? I have already broken one of my pretty major <laughs> resolutions. So I did too. One time. Yeah, we were oh, doing, last night was two. We were doing Dry January, uh-huh. and I'm still doing that. We've called it Damp January. <laughs> uh, well, my husband and Christy are calling it. Dude, <laughs> Her husband and me are still going strong. Wow. Still going strong. Yes. So, um, but yeah. Whoops bad? Um, but one of my favorite books about like it's not really about resolutions, but it's about habits, which uh-huh. I think is actually even more important than like grand sweeping resolutions. Well, that's really what we're doing. Is yeah. Trying to reframe our habits. Yeah. Um, is Charles Duhigg if you haven't read it, The Power of Habits, pretty I have naive. not read it. Habit? Mm not I read it quite a while back, but he talks about rather than to change a habit, you must keep the old cue. What's the old mm-hmm. cue mean? Hold on. And deliver okay. the old reward, but insert a new routine. So whenever you're trying to change the habit, you have to tie it to like a cue. So almost like thinking about like Pavlov's dogs, right? Got How yeah. yeah. we ring a bell and then they start salivating because we've trained them to um, like, want, like they're getting food when the, right. the bell rings. Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing with habits. So Whatever your old bad habit was, you were getting some sort of a reward and a cue. Okay. Um, and so, like, tying it to something else. So, if I want to take my vitamins every day, I need that, like, my cue to be brushing my teeth. So, every time I brush my teeth, I take my vitamins. Like, something like that. Like, you have to tie it from one than the other. If you want to clean out your car every time you get out, like, pulling into the garage is your cue. And then you clean it out. Okay. So, you don't tie yeah. it to an old cue. It can be any cue, but you're trying to change the habit. Got it. Well, that makes sense. So. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. As I think about some of like, so my husband is a lot like Christy where like we were having, we had a, d- a date night and he was telling me all of, before the New Year's, and he was telling me all of his resolutions and there was like 75 around just healthiness alone. Well, I can't wait to show you guys my planner. Uh-huh. And so I was like, bro, let's pick one. So, the one I picked for both of us was that we'll stop eating after 7 p.m. Like, mm-hmm. that's a good cue. Research you you says, have another good one, too, about screen time. Yes. Oh, I'll share that one because I've a actually bit. kept that one and I'm proud of myself. But, so, the 3 two, one rule that your husband told me was, like, three hours before bed, stop eating, two mm-hmm. hours before bed, stop drinking, and one hour before bed, stop phones, screens. Yeah. So, we've been trying that. So, I'm thinking about my cue is usually when I'm sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. So I guess my new cue would be when we put our daughter to bed. I stay upstairs because then I'm away from the kitchen. That'd be my go. new cue. There you go. Yeah. Because my old cue yes. was I would put her to bed, come downstairs, sit on the couch, watch my drivelly shows, and just like mindlessly eat, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. snacking my down. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's perfect. The cue is putting your kid to bed, and then so now I change what happens right after. Happens right after. Okay, this guy makes sense. Apparently, he should have written a book, yeah. and he did. And what I do really like too is he talks about too, like as you strengthen the willpower in one part of your life, yep, it like snowballs into the other parts. So I people believe. who like start working out, like they also become better with money, um, and like seriously, that's what he says. Well. That, that strength spilled over into what they ate or how hard they worked. Like, no matter what. That so. makes sense. I just refuse to care about being good at it. When... <laughs> <laughs> well... You might unintentionally now become better. Yes, money. <laughs> thank you. What's his name? Charles Dewing. Yes. So thank you, bro. Um. So that's that's the part I'm looking forward to is once seeing you get good that, at that discipline, roll over because that's something I struggle with in life is discipline. So okay, so let's talk about some of the systems that we're putting in place. Okay, you go first. You love okay. planners. Those this is my loves- new planner. But we get a lot of questions about we how do. we organize so and plan. So it's called the Moxie Planner, Moxie Life, and it's spelled weird, though. Hold on. It's it spelled weird. M-A-K-S-E, Life. The A, with, what's that called? It has the a umlaut. The two dots over it. An umlaut. Yes. Um, and so what I really like about this one is that it um, has you, it's an annual planner, and it really focuses you on goals. So yeah. People and so that you like, make, journal, you this make is annual you. goals, and then every month it has a spot for your monthly goals based on your annual goals, and then every week there's, like, a spot for weekly actions that associate to your goals. Oh, like your habits? So, yeah, and then there's also a spot to, like, track your habits, Um and I just, I really have been enjoying it so far. I've used... Um, the Full Focus Planner and the Saver Life Beauty Planner. And I liked both of those, but I realized they're both um, quarterly and I have found that I need an annual planner. So even whether I was a principal or now like doing consultant work, I need an annual. I don't like to have multiples. Yeah. I, one of the things that has always been a goal of mine is to like manage my digital organization That's, and yeah. my paper pencil organization. Yeah. And I know a lot of people ask us about that. So I've always had a paper planner. Me too. And it worked for me to have like a day to day when I was a principal, but I found that I was using it even when I was an administrator more as like a to do list. Like I wasn't using the days because I still mm-hmm. use my daily calendar. Same. I, I don't plan my day on paper. No I plan my day on my calendar because everybody in my organization either as a principal or now, put, like uses my calendar to, to set dates. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I am using the Saver Beauty Planner that Christy got me hooked on. It's only 90 days. And here's what I will tell you. I am not like Christy, whereas it gives you a lot of stuff to do. Self-care, vision. I skipped all this. I don't, I don't write out stuff. Maybe I should, but I don't. Anyways, I do like, it has the concept of Pulling weeds every week, planting seeds, and then structuring your day. That's the one thing that um, is really good about this. And I've started because of this planner, mm-hmm. separating my tasks into pulling weeds, like those stuff that you have to do. The day-to-day um, managerial That are a little bit easier. And then the planting seeds is like putting work in on the stuff that's going to bring abundance and like be investing yes. into like a larger goal. And one of the things that I started this last week, because a lot of the work that we do outside of being a principal because being a principal you have big tasks to do but you don't have as much time to do them and so a lot of your day-to-day as a principal is more of like being in classrooms and making sure you're organizing that um and as I've moved into more of a central office type role I find that I have larger projects Mm -hmm. I need to invest time in that's probably one of the biggest differences yeah so I have for my weeds each week I have started putting on my google calendar my digital one like time to work. I was putting like weed time on my calendar. Yep. Oh, that doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> um, not that kind. No, it was literally like the pulling weeds. Yes. Um, so I would. I do should that. probably think about what my coworkers think when they saw my calendar. weed. Doctor- Did you really mark it weed time? I don't know. Now you now need to check about it. That is that is subpoenaable in a court of law, woman. It's no. Anyways, I will put like, hey, plan, plan your project management for evaluations. And then I will take notes over here on what I want to do when I sit down to work on that. Yeah. So like I'll outline my tasks and, but I make sure I put that on my to-do list. I also used to keep my work life and my personal life separate. Same. My Yeah. And so now I'm putting in my planner everything. Yep. Same. Which has helped me. This is the first year I've done that. I did the same thing, too, that I had two separate planners. Um, and I didn't. I just wasn't planning my personal mm, life. Oh. I just oh. would, like, try to remember it. Yep. And I kept, um, like, separate calendars. And, like, honestly, my life changed when I merged everything um, because – your whole life like your work is a part of your life not your actual sure. life right so um that was really really helpful for me yep and when I was a principal my favorite planner was always a moleskin planner and because what I loved about that one was that it had a whole page for the week and then it just had a blank lined page yeah I like and blank. so I made these like little to-do lists on the blank which was like all my work stuff all my mm-hmm. TMP stuff my grad school my school and, and like home and so that was really nice to keep everything in one place so yeah I've also started taking notes in my planner like when I'm at a meeting and people are like um follow up up on these things I'll just put them right in my planner and that's been helpful too yeah this is so boring it might be people they ask us about this well also we've got let's get more exciting okay Mm. 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 we do have a Mm. blog post about it don't we yeah we do and so we can link to that as well and you can see like what our actual principal planners look like yes okay but let's move on to like some system soul stuff some other goals and reflections so here are like my big things that i'm trying to do better this year one less procrastination i am the worst procrastinator i I thought i was bad but i think christy's a slight bit worse the worst procrastinator less screen time Mm-hmm. Because those weekly averages are awful. Also, oh, mine was I think what's really years. funny, you guys, is that we were all hanging out on New Year's. And I, me and my husband were the only people who knew about the screen time app on the phone. No, no idea. Like Karen and her husband, my sister, none no. of them knew that you could check your screen, check time, your screen time and then, time. then block it. Um, yeah, and then, like, take steps to, like, decrease it. One of the – I will say, the reason I really want to reflect on my screen time is this is what I found, that I was kind of a mole person when I came home. You said mole skin, and now I'm thinking about mole people. But, <laughs> like, I felt like I was kind of – like, Monday through Friday, I was kind of a zombie when I got home. Like, I would mm-hmm. sp- expel all of my energy during the workday. When I got home, I was doing mindless. Scrolling. Scrolling, mindless, sitting in front of the TV, just, like, not – seizing the day from 5 to 9 p.m. or whatever that's easy to do yes and so I I put in that like limit on your phone where it like tells you that you can't use it after a certain time and like everyone's like well you can work around that well I did find you could put a passcode in there but um it's just been really like I've I've been trying to not use it and so it's a good check for me like I don't check my email from 9 to 7 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. that's That's wild literally never done that really Mm -mm. That was another thing that changed my life when I was a principal is I took my, um, email notifications off my phone and, um, I felt so much better. Like I would still check it in the evenings, but it was on my terms because I would be sitting at dinner and get like a notification in an email and you see the subject line and all of a sudden I've ruined like my whole family's dinner because I'm Right. Now freaking out. Obsessing. <laughs> the other thing I noticed is that like I didn't view Monday through Friday as an option to do, to have a personal life. Like I literally viewed it as yep. I get my kid home, we do homework and, and then we just dinner and go to bed. Right. And so I've tried to put in, my husband and I are working on, we're going on it one date night a month yep. where we actually like go during the weekday. We used to always do those on weekends. Yep. and, and we're actually home. both doing it and we're swapping kids. So find um, a buddy. And so that way we don't have to pay like another hundred billion dollars for babysitter. Right. And we're doing it once a month we're gonna do something with our kid where we leave the house whether it's just go to the park or like go to the trampoline park or something where we don't just get home and stay home we've been roller skating on weeknights that's and fun kids have really been enjoying that yeah so it's just for me I've been really a lot more intentional about like being a person when, when I get home make. from work that's good yeah and I've also been trying to schedule my weekends like usually I thought of weekends as like lazy no. sleep till 10 Okay, so you know my favorite person laura vanderkam who uh-huh. wrote 168 hours uh-huh. she talks about scheduling your weekends um in terms of like friday evening saturday a.m saturday p.m sunday a.m sunday p.m right and like kind of taking those big five blocks of time and determining what are we going to do with them yeah so saturday a.m are we going to lounge around that's totally okay but like put it out there as that's what the plan is then you don't that's feel so guilty and then you don't feel guilty um, or Saturday AM. That's when we're gonna clean everything, right? right. Like That's when we do all of our chores. Um, but she talks about really trying to like set what you're gonna do for those five blocks of time, and that has I feel at the end of the weekend when we do that, it's yep. like so much better. And maybe people have discovered this, but I was one of those people that was like, I have to stay up late on the weekends because I never get to anymore. So my husband and I would stay up till like midnight, and just then we'd sleep till like just because we could, and then we'd sleep till like ten. Um, by sleep I mean we'd be awake since seven because my kid bugs us, but we'd be in bed doing nothing. And so I've been trying to, like, still go to bed around the same time and wake up around 7 o'clock and, like, the be productive. experts say that that's, like, so important. Oh, my gosh. They do. They say it's well, really it took important. me 40 years to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's hard because you, re- like, our jobs are not, you don't turn your brain off easy. It's not, like, it's predictable. Mm. So you have to be able to, like, seize your time outside of work a little yeah. bit better. I so. love that idea, though, of really having the goal to be more of a human during the week. That's actually one of my big goals, too, is to figure out what play means for me like as an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't know what I do for fun anymore. (laughs) I am very good at play. So you should just try to do more of my hobbies. So this seems like quite a lot of either interesting or extremely boring content. I can't tell which way it's going to (laughs) go. For those of you that are nerds, you would have liked it. Those of you who aren't, you probably need it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, from the Desk of the Modern principal, champions don't do extraordinary things. They do ordinary things, but they do them without thinking. Mm. Too fast for the other team to react. Oh. They follow the habits they've learned from Charles Duhigg. So basically... We're trying to get into new habits. We want to make sure that we're doing the ordinary things really, really well each and every day. Because consistent ordinary becomes the extraordinary. Love it. Thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to check out our Instagram at The Modern Principle. Check out themodernprinciple.com. And don't forget to check out Just Right Reader and Peer Driven PD. Bye.